So thank you guys for joining me on Kind of a Church Girl podcast. Your host, Simone Ashley. And I called a few of my friends to get on the line today because there's just so much going on in the world right now with um, the death of George, George Floyd. And like, um, it's just, I feel overwhelmed. And I can't imagine what it feels like to be a black man in America right now. Um, I see your face, Devin, so I know we're going to get this conversation, but I can't imagine what it feels like. Like, I, I, um, just to start off, if you guys could just, you know, just say your name and um, your age and, yeah, just your name, name, your age, and just kind of like, um, I want you to just go through, like, how you're feeling in this moment. Um, Justice, we'll start with you. All right. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Justice. I'm 25 years old, and currently at the moment, I kind of feel a lot of outrage and it's not kind of, it's like lots of outrage. Um, and of course it's just due to everything that's going on, but it's also just kind of due to like this year, like ignorance and blindness of people to keep trying to like subvert the narrative of what's actually going on and trying to place focus in separate places where it doesn't need to be. And um, it's kind of upset. If you hear my voice kind of go in or out or whatever, it's a little hoarse, but I'm all right. Appreciate it. Adam, go ahead. Peace, what's going on, y'all? My name is Adam, also known as Sanzulu, uh, young veteran, 30 years old. And uh, yeah, like I, I'm a mix of, of different emotions of anger, frustration, sadness, happiness too. Like I, I'm trying to balance it all and it's just, it's a whirlwind of confusion right now. Last but not least, Devin. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm uh, Devin. I'm 24 years old, newly 24-year-old as of uh, March. And me is a mix of I'm angry, but I've been kind of trying to distract myself just from it. Like, I've tried, I deleted Instagram, you know, which I never do. I usually delete Twitter, but I deleted Instagram. I've been taking a lot of walks. I've been trying to just work on projects and stuff. So like it's it's been that and just a mix of anger and just not even really wanting to talk to anybody. Just yeah. So what know, are, a lot what? of group chats on mute. You know. Just. Yeah. So with a bunch of information coming at us, like where were you each each one of you guys at when the news dropped? Like when you saw the video, when you saw when, like what was your initial emotion when you saw that video of that? white devil, that white devil putting his um, choke, suffocating that man and killing him. Uh, any um, I don't remember where I was at. Um, I know I was on Instagram, like, you know, like, like, in like a digital space. But um, I think at first, I kind of didn't know what was going on. Like, I was just kind of watching the video to see what was going on. And it was, it's funny. Once I, the day before that, I was watching the, uh, the Wu-Tang Clan series on Hulu. And um, they had looked like they had just like the police officers had just like choked out one of like like the leaders like the yeah community. that's case case that's a real story that's, that's a true story. And, and when I watched that, I was like, like what's going on? Like this isn't real. Like this isn't happening again, again. And then once I kept watching the video, I just like got more angry. Like I'm hearing the protesters like he can't breathe, he can't breathe. Going back to what you said about case, and they're all like, bro, he can't breathe. Put him down. And then the other officers are standing there, like just la di da da, like 
the guy behind him is not being killed. And it's, it's just, like some do the right thing. It's just like do the right. It's just like, I mean, like everyone says, you know, when's it going to end? But like, like for real, like, when are y'all going to stop just using like excessive force and just these, this, like everything, it's like just to hurt and harm black people. Like it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, man. I mean, I, it was the middle of the night for me. Like I definitely was at home, you know, and I'm kind of at the point where I've seen so many of these tragedies that I don't even watch like the videos, like, I'm no disrespect. I just, I don't, I can't process Like it's, it's too much for me to, to process. Like I saw the screenshot and I saw a few seconds of it. And I already knew what it was. You know what I mean? I, I, I could piece the details from what everyone else was saying, but just, it's just too much grief, man. And it's just like it, the callous nature of it is just it's sickening. It's sickening. Yeah. I've, I don't remember where I saw it because I didn't watch it because I'm the same way. I, I'm trying to remember the last police video I really watched because I purposely don't put myself through that because... It's like a snuff flick, man. Yeah, like, you know, it, it's... it's. I don't want to call it trauma porn, but, like, it's it's almost like that because it's constantly circulating, and I feel like it's kind of bad because when you're on social media, which is usually where most of these come, you're following people who think like us, you know, like it, it's preaching to the choir. So like, we're the ones who are sitting here watching this on loop constantly over and over. And it's not versus like some of these people that we want to see it. So like for us, it's playing over and over in our heads. And that's why I'm like, you know, I didn't like, I'm the same way. I, I didn't need to watch it, didn't know what was going on. And then when everything kind of blew up with, people protesting and I mean I'm seeing cops getting beat up and like I'm at the point now where I'm like I almost was <laughs> I'm like in trouble for saying this but I almost was like yo it felt a little empowering you know to, to, to see cops get beat up like that's that's where I'm at right now and I think I think it's, it's, a, it's a situation it's like when well we're tired we're tired it's like at what point do we, you know, tr how can we trust you guys are going to do the right thing? You guys have not done the right thing for the past few situations that are just like this. And, you know, and then, and then they do the autopsy and say he has pre-existing uh, pre conditions, which is why he died. There's no way. Well, first, there's no way that an autopsy can be done that fast. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, it takes, it takes at least, at least a week to do like three to six days to do an autopsy, depending on the type of autopsy. You know what I mean? But even, it, uh, it's just, they, there's no accountability. Mm. There's no accountability. Mm. And that needs to change. There needs to be some, some sort of penalty, some sort of like their pension needs to, you know what I mean? Like, like there needs to be some sort of financial penalty beyond even just like, like they don't even convict them. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's one thing to arrest, but they don't even convict. Like, there's no, the charges are, are so. Ah, don't don't even. I'm not even gonna get started. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't let me get started. But yeah, no, I, I feel that with the charges, like people are like, oh, you know, like when when I see, oh, he's been charged. I'm like, want a cookie? Like, <laughs> convict him, you know? And and not to mention how long it took for them yeah. to even arrest him. Right. Yeah, you know, and then. 
you got stuff. And for me, it's kind of even more confusing because, you know, like I, I, I'm in a fraternity. So I have three line brothers who are DC police and I have one, one of the guys that helped bring us in who's also DC police. So it's like, it's kind of weird because, you know, they, I follow them on social medias and stuff and they're, they're kind of, they're, they're caught in a rock and a hard place because, you know, they're police and they're all black, you know, so it, it it's a weird space for everybody, you know, I feel you, like. You know what I have to say about that? And there's no disrespect. It's just an observation. Mm-hmm. They, at the end of the day, they sign up for that. You I mean, yeah, yeah. That's a choice. Like yeah. we don't, we don't choose to have black skin. You know what I mean? And to right. be born into this, this system. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I had to unfollow somebody this week because I saw some stupid ass post that one of those cop people. I don't know why I was following her, but like I had to unfollow her when she she posted something about oh, uh, people want to. Y'all have cop friends, and then you want to drag them when one person does something bad. And I'm like, how many? Like the the whole good cop thing is crap to me because right. this guy, especially in Minnesota, this guy is a repeat offender. He's killed one other man, and he assaulted like one other one. So this has been a repeat thing with him. And if all the so-called good cops who are in that particular police department have essentially stood by and like watched him do this and nothing happened and now it's like three families who don't have their loved one anymore because of it you know the 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 lady amy klobuchar who was running for president i think she was one of the prosecutors and stuff like just it's a whole lot of connections to this and you know where one, one rotten apple will still spoil the bunch like you'll cut down a tree over a rotten apple like <laughs> like people <laughs> Yeah, you know. Well, I think I think the tree needs to be cut down. Cut it down, put it in the shredder, burn burn the, the wood chips. Like where did George Washington? Like, <laughs> like one thing I think like it's like I don't like it's just like I learned this from Mike Tremone. Like the tone deaf nature of all this is like so crazy to me. Like I rarely get on Facebook, but like I went to a predominantly white high school. So I was just like, you know what? I've got time today. Let's let's see what that see what let's what, go. what let's that let's go be Twitter fingers today. Let's see what's going on. <laughs> and the first thing I see is this like ridiculous post about like um it's Martin Luther King and his people on the top and the bottoms are like the looters and it's like or and it's like this is a protest, this is a crime. And immediately I'm just like I don't, I don't think you understand what you're even posting about right now. Yeah. For one, you're white. For two, you all killed Martin Luther King Jr. And you all try to Wait pull him again. out of your pocket when anything bad happens. We wouldn't know what Martin would do because this system of white supremacy killed him. Bro, there are people on Twitter <laughs> adding his his children, trying to tell them what his what they their father said. Like that's crazy. Not- the other thing too, with with the whole Martin Luther King thing. Obviously, we know his his message has been whitewashed and lost in translation because of, you know, there are politicians who do it for their selfish reasons, but then there are people who've been taught certain things and don't know. But I feel like, I don't know if he necessarily believed in nonviolence so much as he knew that we were outnumbered in terms of weapons and just 
the amount of firepower at our exposure. Like I feel like he felt like nonviolence was a way to protect us versus a peaceful resolution, I guess. If you actually study MLK, like near the end of his life, he started to change his, his views on like non nonviolence. What was that like, quote? He, it said, um, I, I realized that I might have lead, led my people into a burden, was it a burning building or something? Right, on, on integration. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and 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 so... I think that it's like kind of a situation where it's like, okay, just because just because we're upset and we're angry, and honestly, I think it's a situation where it's like, where the hell are we supposed to cope? How how the hell do you want us to cope with this? Please tell me do, how do you want us to cope with this? Please tell me how you want us to cope with this when no justice rarely ever gets served. And it's just like, it, we don't, I, of course, nobody wants to have, go back into a race war, but every time, every protest has ever happened going back to the 60s and even before then happened because of police brutality. That was the spark for every single protest and riot because of police brutality. And people want to ignore that fact, but the, at the end of the day, and why was the police formed to, to begin with in history? Let's just, let's, let's go there because why was the police formed to begin with? To catch slaves, to be slave catchers. They weren't, they weren't, they were there to protect the white community, period. They weren't ever there to protect us. And, and, and luckily, because the way the world is, where we were luckily be able to, um, as police, I guess, progress, we were able to have our people, you know, in uniform. But even then, they're stepping into it, stepping into a, system that's already been created to against them down. right and i remember um a couple of years ago when like the trayvon martin case was going on there was a group of like black police officers who were on like i think it was like a fox newscast and they were like spilling the truth they were just like we're all in danger right now like the system is racist we if we try to speak up about it they'll try to get us fired or moved or something and it's just like crazy to me, like, cause it just feels like, like no matter what we do, like, like there's not gonna be a change. Cause like, I think what even, um, like you can just see right now, like the peaceful protesters, people are getting maced, kicked in the head, thrown to the wall. Mm -hmm. uh, the two Atlanta students, the Morehouse and the Spellman student got, you know, ripped out their car and tased. And it's just like, like Adam said, who's holding you all accountable for your actions? You're just out here just terrorizing everyone. And that's why, oh, no, go, I'm sorry. I'm saying if that, if that ain't enough, you got regular civilians shooting bows and arrows and all that crazy, running after people with swords. And I'm like, what in the hell is going on with this country? Well, I mean, those are, those are people who are just like agents of chaos, just trying to take advantage of this situation and, and, and no, they have no real purpose. Mm. You know what I mean? But I think like we, if we don't have any sort of recourse for the police violence, like it's not going to change. Like if you don't hit their pensions or something, something financial, they only respond to money. Like at the end of the day, when somebody's arrested, everybody gets paid. Everybody who's involved in that, like even down to like the paperwork, every, somebody's getting paid. Like it's, it's all, a, it's a business to them. So it's like, you're not, if we don't like hit their pockets, like what, what are we really going to do, but keep doing this whole cycle? You know what I mean? Even though 
what's going on right now is 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 the largest i've never seen every pretty much almost every state involved you know what i mean even overseas like yeah, it's, it's it's worldwide now yeah, I and, saw London, they were protesting. Yeah, London, I saw Japan. Yeah, I don't know if y'all saw Japan. And, um, I, you know, and, you know, the reason why I want to have, like, really, like, the reason why I really want to have this conversation, um, and I'm trying not to cry right now, because, like, I'm really scared for my brothers. You know, like, I'm really, I'm really, you know, as a, as a Black woman, we try to protect y'all. As a Black woman, we try to do what we can. And it's it's hard because y'all have to walk y'all can't y'all can't just y'all can't just be you have to either conform you have to either um, finesse your way around to just live and it's hard to see to watch that you know and it hurts my heart because I'm just like yo these are either my brothers or my friends or like it could be any one of y'all it really could it's like how do you feel like how do you feel knowing that you just you just never know? Like, what is your thoughts about that? Like, do you ever think do you, do you think about that? I mean, as a as a black man, I think about like not being there to protect. Like, even if it's like my, in my family, like my mother or or my sister or somebody, you know what I mean? Like the women in my family, you know, not being able to be there and 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 be a man to protect them in that way that that's something that I think about, you know? Yeah. I feel like I think, oh, you wanna go, Devin? Yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, me, I'm the oldest of eight, maybe nine. I always, from, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm the oldest of like eight children. So like that is something in the back of my head I think about. And also, I mean, something else I feel like that should get more attention. There are black women out here who are getting Mm-hmm. killed and stuff as well like you know Brianna Taylor was killed yeah. you know they're protesting Louisville for her we remember Sandra Bland oh, yeah. what happened with her we remember Corn Gaines oh Corn yeah. Gaines um Ayana Jones I think her name was the seven-year-old Stan- Ayana Stanley Jones yeah yeah you know like and then for me you know yeah I have like even my youngest brother he's like five he was my mom told me he was discriminated against and he's five years old you know like oh, and she had to like she had to go off on some people because oh. like a five-year-old like <laughs> you're not supposed to what what could a five-year-old possibly you know like that that's just, just the stupidity we have to deal with and and sometimes i feel like i'm on my own with it because i have fights with my dad over this stuff like you know yeah. and it's, it's it's different different things like it's, it's a whole bag worm yeah um I- I was just going to say, like, I think about it pretty much every day and how, like, it doesn't matter, like, anything that I do. Like, when I first meet people versus, like, after I get, like, the first, in, like, reaction that they thought I would be, it's usually, like, not something positive. It'll be like, oh, I thought you were stuck up or mean or something. And to me, it's just like, I don't know how you could think that. But, like, it's just, it's, it's, it's just, like, doesn't matter, like, what we do. Like, I can wear a three-piece suit. But you would never catch me in a three-piece suit because that's kind of champ. Um, but you could, like, I could dress up. I could dress down. And no matter what, to Black people, to anybody, to white people, to police, I'm perceived a certain way. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like, you know, every time, like, you know, I walk out the door, it's like, okay, where am I going to go? 
Um, how am I going to dress? If I wear hoodies and joggers, am I threatening? Versus wearing a sweater and some slacks, am I threatening? Like, it's just like, it's like a really scary thought, but like, we're at the point now where it's like, you know, you're kind of grown, so you can't just sit in your house all day. Like, you got to provide. So, I don't know. It's just a scary situation to be in. I don't know, man. I kind of always had a beef with the uh, the whole uniform thing because I went to like mm-hmm. a Catholic. I went to like a Catholic school growing up, <laughs> so I always was rebelling against like the dress code. You know, <laughs> like, I just or didn't try. Yeah. Just, the other thing with oh, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, Devin. Oh, okay. With me, I feel like the other thing with me is that I um growing up, like when I was coming up, I um I haven't up to this point that I can remember, fortunately, I haven't really been in a situation where I felt like I was discriminated against. Like I haven't been stopped by police. I haven't been, it was like one incident in like a 7-Eleven that was kind of sort of whatever. But other than that, like nothing that I could think of, but at the same time, I realized that it can happen at any points. And especially once I got to Morgan and I met people who it's happened to and you know, I'm around people and, and just the whole Freddie Gray thing happened when I was a freshman in college. So that, and you know, Trayvon Martin happened when I was like 11th grade. So those were kind of like wake up calls to me, like so just cause it hasn't happened doesn't mean it can't. So I'm always kind of on alert, especially since all this COVID stuff has started. Like whenever I go out, if I'm not wearing a mask and I see police, I kind of just put it on real quick. Like, you know, they might try to Hey, where's your mask? Like, you know, that's that's just something in the back of my mind that I think about, even though it hasn't happened yet. I've had interactions with police. I've had some some and you would be actually I'll tell you one story because um I was with my friend Brandon. This was this was probably like 2012, 2013. So like I was leaving my friend Brandon's house. It was like so I don't know if you know, like on the west side, like Callaway Elementary School, if anybody knows. No. <laughs> okay, so this is like West Baltimore. This is like uh, <laughs> off of Wabash. And make a long story short, you know, uh, my friend, he was about to drop me off home, you know. And so, like, we're sitting in the car, and, like, literally, like, he's putting a CD in the car. Like, we're just talking, chatting. And, like, this police car comes by. And like we we're not even thinking of the police car. Like we're we're literally just having a conversation. Like he's putting a CD in his car, and like the car is like shining. It's, it starts shining its light into his truck. So like we're sitting there, we're like what's that bright light? Like mind you, it's not that late. It's probably like nine or ten o'clock. You know what I'm saying? So like you know like it's driving real slow, but it keeps going. So like we're just sitting there like okay, and like I remember I said something. I was like. I don't remember exactly what I said, but I was, it was something to the effect of, I'm glad you didn't stop or whatever. And the minute I said, I swear to you, mind you, the truck, the, our windows are rolled up. I wasn't, it wasn't like I was yelling or anything. You know what I'm saying? But the minute I said it, the car stopped, revved all the way back. And I was just like, oh God, no. So it was like, they made us get out of the truck. I had my, this was like after school or whatever. So I had like my book bag, right? So. They strip, they, they search us. Like I had to take my shoes off. Like I even had to take the soles out of my shoes. Like that's how bad it was. Like they're going all through my book bag. They're not finding anything. They're not even like, mind you, they handcuff us and we're sitting there. So I'm sitting there without 
my shoes, nothing. Like I'm, I'm on, I mean, I had clothes on, but I'm sitting there, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't that bad, but they, they look, you know what I'm saying? They, they still search me, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm sitting there the whole time. I'm like, is this really happening? And then it's just like, they let us go. They're like, oh, no, you won't, you know, they give us like some card. They're like, oh, nothing. Go ahead. Like nothing ever happened. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, what was the point of that? No explanation. Like, why? No explanation. Just like, it wasn't even like, oh, we were looking for somebody. It's just like, like, go. Oh my God. You know what I mean? So it's like, they don't value us as 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 humans, right? They look at us as property. Uh, just I I was gonna ask you, like you you know when you're in school, you grow you were growing around predominantly um, white individuals. Did you feel like you had to like code switch a lot, or did you feel um, like, like how did you navigate that space? I don't, cause like so for. Up until like the sixth grade, I went to school like PG, so like it was predominantly white people. So I remember the day, and I mean black people. Sorry, sorry. Oof, conditioning. No, but um, I'll never forget the day my parents like, okay, y'all, we're gonna move to Calvert County, and we we're all like, what is that? And I don't know who said it. Like, there's a lot of white people there. So like, you know, we were all making jokes on the way down. I came from a, a classroom of being like two white kids to transferring to Calvary County School and being like the only black person in the class. In my middle school, in my grade, there might've been like five or eight other black boys. Everyone else is white, probably maybe like 10 black girls and everyone else is like predominantly white. Um, so I think I learned how to code switch in a very um, entertaining way. My brother was telling me the other day, um, he, told me I'm, he told me I'm bad. And he told me I'm bad because um, throughout school, I would like talk back to people in a way that was like making fun of them, but they would always laugh. They wouldn't know I was talking like about them. So I feel like my way of code switching, especially for white people, like, yo, I'll be saying the wildest things in class and they'll just be like, oh my gosh. <laughs> maybe they thought it was true because they were racist. I don't know, maybe not looking back, but like, I guess I just kind of got through that way. But um, if I can just share like one story, like like what Adam said, there were some moments where I kind of feel like, I don't like, cause like we go to a, like a predominantly white school, you kind of feel like, like, damn, like everyone here is white. So like, and you know, all the black kids in school are the cool kids, like all of us are cool. So it was like, if we do something, it's a big deal. So um, I remember when, the time that Trayvon Martin happened was like a very polarizing moment, like throughout the campus or school. I had gone to a rally in DC with my sister. She actually taken me to the rally and uh, came back to school. And this white kid comes up to me and he's like, oh my God, what you were doing was so great. Yeah, it's so good you're out there protesting, but uh, you know he did it, right? And I was just kind of like sitting there in the space like, now what the hell is that supposed to to me what do you mean he did it right how am i going to react to this because like i can't fight anybody in school because for one i'm black and this is going to be terrible but like instances like that were just kind of like like i to navigate through like those spaces um i think i would just either just like not say anything or just find a way to like come at somebody from like a different angle that was kind of like um like sarcastic but like not not too specific, if that makes sense. So, yeah. 
they um so I went to school in Montgomery County, so it's kind of split down the middle of like black, white, and Hispanic. So it's like a Neapolitan ice cream in there. Um, but sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, they like the, the when the Mike Brown um, killing happened in I forgot what year, like 2014. There was this this guy I knew who. I wasn't like close friends with him, but I like you knew him because you grew up with him, went to school with him, all that kind of stuff. And he made some, that was back when Twitter was just a wild house, like the wild, wild west. So he said something really like, it was, the caption was like just horrible. And a lot of people called him out for it, but he wasn't backing down. He was like, oh, y'all. He, he, he made a joke essentially like, oh, when, when you are tired and want to take a nap and then had a picture of like Mike Brown's body. And I'm just like, really bro? Like that's, that's where we're going with this. Like that's what we're doing. And I mean, people were calling him out, but he wasn't trying to hear it. He was like, Oh, y'all didn't care about this until that. And I'm just like, you know, that's, it's like, you see stuff like that and feel like, Oh, these kids I grew up with just don't get it. Cause I did, I was in, once I got to Morgan, I felt like some stuff changed, but you see stuff like that and then you also like just wonder where were people's heads at and what people think like the things you didn't think about in high school you kind of think about it after you leave like you know where are these people's heads at so it's stuff like that like just stuff you got to wonder about like dev yo let me tell you you said 2014 that was like the second second wild west of twitter the first one was like yeah, no. Oh nine, oh eight, for real. Yeah, yeah, no, it was. Oh, really yeah, it was. <laughs> it was the last of it. I'm saying, like, that was right before Twitter became, like, oh, PC you paradise. Can't that and you and you can't do that, and you. That was right before we changed up, because 2014 was the end of it. Oh nine was really the peak. I um, like I grew up in Arizona, so like the um, yeah, so I went to high school out there beginning of college out there like and I moved there when I was nine um I remember it used to always be blacks versus Mexicans that was I because I it wasn't until Arizona's different yeah. yeah it wasn't until I moved out back east that I started seeing the the white and black racial thing so up front oh so like in my face but it was always blacks versus Mexicans because we're both they're they're the majority so it was it was like at school, they would have, we would have, they would have a lot, be a lot of riots that happened at, at in high school, or um, fights or gangs. It really stemmed a lot of times from the gangs. So you have like MS13s, and then you have Crips and stuff like that. So you would see, you would, you would feel that tension more or less, and then you got the white people sitting back and watching it, and that's what was like what, what was happening, and um, and then the issue of can a Mexican man, Mexican guy or girl say nigga? Are they, is it okay that they, if they say the N word? And I knew, I, I ain't gonna lie, I had a lot of friends who were Hispanic and they said nigga like it was nothing. But at that time period, I'm in high school and I'm so used to hearing that, that I don't, I don't, I, I'm not correcting them because they're all saying it. We're all minorities. We're all blah, blah, blah. But it wasn't until I remember that when I moved back east, I was like, you know what? Y'all like y'all need to be saying that word. Y'all need to be saying that word. I don't even like us. Yeah. Like, you know, like, 
or or even then like it depends on how you're saying it because i mean y'all it's like they never be talking to their friends yeah y'all my niggas and it's just like y'all you don't even know the root you don't even know to begin to talk about the root of that you know and so like what are y'all what's your opinions on like other minorities using that word um i know i know whites are out but like what are your what's your opinions on other minorities using it um as like a term of endearment to you as friends yeah so um just a, a side note like i did get kicked out of a predominantly all-white school <laughs> so um I, i'm definitely familiar with with, with all the, the tension the racial tension and all that and i never was big on other races using them where we're like nah it's not cool but like I would have like there was this like one Filipino kid who would try like to always like sneak it in there and I'd be like I had to check him, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, otherwise, yeah. yeah. Filipinos, they be trying to yeah, I that happened a lot too. And it also happened, it would be like because I mean, if I think about if I really think about my high school, the one lunch table could fit the groups of the black people that actually went to my school. Like it wasn't a lot, but it was a lot of Hispanics and then you would see the whites over there. You just, they were right. just always just over there. Um, but, but it was just, it was weird because like I said, it was, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it was just like, I didn't even see how wrong it was until I got older and I was just in a different environment because it, it was just, you not, I'm not about to, it's too many of y'all. <laughs> you know, like, that's what it, but really really what it was it was like you know in between my friends I had a lot of Hispanic friends and I was just like mm, whatever you know I'm not gonna but I never said it to them so I always knew there was like a barrier it's like y'all not my niggas you know, like, <laughs> friends, but y'all not my niggas and like you I mean, they, and actually most of the time they wouldn't say it, it was always more the man the guys doing it um but yeah yeah, it was it was weird. Like I think of it now, like it's like that is kind of weird. Like, yeah, it, it, it's it's cringeworthy when I hear it, but I am not the confrontational type. I mean, like I, this not to say that it's acceptable. I'm just I'm not gonna be the one that goes out in public and be like, "Hey, yo, stop saying that." Like, depending on it depends. Like, it would have to be something. I'm different, bro. Whatever. I will confront somebody. Like, if you saying some shit, like, yeah. But I mean, I I I don't necessarily because it's so weird because like you have like Afro Dominicans who I mean, they I mean you you would think they're black if you saw them, and then you got some of them like you know, and then you because that's the whole thing I that I hear all the time like there's a split with like Latinos like Afro Latinos and then the white looking all over the diaspora it's it's so you know, many divisions brazilians you know cubans like i mean it's, it's it's so much that it's weird but i just all of them love to use the n-word and rap and listen to rap music and and sleep with black people and but i'm like if you're not speaking up when a george floyd incident happens or if you're not you know you, not everybody's built the protest, you know. If, if you're not at least speaking out about it, donating, then something. what is why? Why? Like you know, and for me, like I said, I went to school in Montgomery County, so I heard all type of variations of the N word coming up. So it was like, you know, that we had jokes about like 
the, the football, there's one football team that we've always played, Damascus, and there are jokes that, like, they're the Klansmen and stuff, and that they would use the N-word on the field. Like, there was all kinds of rumors. Like, so all that stuff isn't new to me. So, but I remember there was one incident where this guy that I was friends with kind of, I don't know if he was fully black or I don't know what he is, but he used the hard ER and, like, a teacher checked him on it like a black teacher like he's like hey bro don't be using that word and like he got mad but it was like bro watch your mouth like you know that was like one of the earliest things i can remember where yo you like, gotta check them on it because if you don't like <laughs> they test you and then they'd see they get away with it like they're gonna keep trying to sneak keep it trying, in there yeah. and i think he had said it more than once which is why the teacher had enough because the student wasn't checking so i think one thing about um like my experience like I feel like I wasn't like raised to check people on certain things. So like now that like I, I'm getting older and in that space is kind of like when I like found like my voice or like setting for that. Like Devin said, like you hear like all the time, this, especially because white kids love black culture. So, you know, um, I got two stories. I remember I was on the bus one time and we had this kid on our bus. He was like Middle Eastern. I forget what, which country he was from, but um the, this white kid rode the bus behind me. He said something. He was like, yeah, you sand nigger. And I turned around, I smacked the dude in the face. And I was like, why'd you hit me, bro? I was like, you just said nigger. I said sand nigger. I was like, what? What? <laughs> like, so the word nigger is like, you're even, it's even lower. Like, you're using this derogatory, you know it's derogatory because you're saying. That's a derogatory. You, you call. Sand. Yeah, sand nigger is fighting words. You can't say that to an Arab person or to like, no. And um, I remember um, back when uh, Fucking Problems came out, um, I was at a party with white people and, and uh, whose part is it? It's someone, Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick Lamar, these, no. Mm, be like a nigga don't exist. Yeah, girl, you know you want me. And you know, I'm like, <laughs> like y'all, whenever I, whenever I, I don't go to parties with white people anymore. But it's just like, I'm like, she trying me, um, like, yeah, nigga. I said, hold up, what you just say? It's like, oh, nigga. I said, you, you can't say nigga. Well, I don't understand if it's in this. And like, it was like before Twitter was all like, tell your white friends, but and like, just all these constant like, fights of like, why don't y'all like police? Or we got into it, we got we got into it hard one day about United States presidents being rapists and uh slave like slave slave traders. And that never happened. I was like Yeah, the Confederate flag is another touchy thing. Cause I, I had people right. that used to wear that like when we would have like spirit day in school and like, you know, people would wear the American flag stuff. There was more than one person that showed up in a cowboy hat and like a Confederate belt. And even back then, I didn't know a whole lot about racism like that but i knew confederate flag ain't it and so there there, and i you know i would always look and just kind of be like dressing as the loser to prove a point you know mm. yeah like y'all 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 call kaepernick a traitor but y'all want to rock the confederate flag of people who wanted to break from the union you know kaepernick in the nfl <laughs> what did y'all think of their statement they put out they should have sat down and ate their food mm, it doesn't <laughs> hold any weight like Kaepernick still doesn't have a job. Like, if there's anybody in the world that should have sat down and shut the hell up, it was Roger Goodell and the NFL. You know? <laughs> oh, we stand with them. 
exactly, exactly, exactly. That's the silence says everything. <laughs> when I've been going through everything, they were they, that all the all the issues of last year and taking a knee and y'all doing all this stuff. Just just play ball, play the ball. Like, what was the point? It would have been better if they would have came out in and like I, I feel like all the the confusion, especially like in this particular moment. What is it? May thirty first, twenty twenty. Everything is coming just from the slow nature and lack of accountability. Like even if they would have just arrested the police, like had they arrested the other three or the other two officers. So even with oh, that, like, or no? what? No? Not that I've heard unless no. they've done it recently. Yeah, but even even with that, you know what I'm saying? It's just like the fact that they're taking their time, you know what I'm saying? Like the, it, it it's just it's just so so you could just sign Kaepernick and then uh, be like, "Look, here, we stand with you. This is we're football. This is what we do." But we realize like we were wrong. We're bringing Kaepernick back. It's the least that we can do to, you know what I'm saying? Like cuz at the end of the day, it's entertainment. You know what I mean? Like you can't really put too much stock in entertainment. So speaking of not putting too much stock in entertainment, what do y'all think about, like, because I know people were giving a lot of backlash to either the rappers or the, you know, people in entertainment who are not saying anything outwardly right now and just kind of like either keeping it on the hush-hush or not saying nothing at all. Like, do you really, do you, either one of you guys really actually, like, take that into account? Like, oh, oh, oh okay, you're not going to say that? Uh, I'll make sure I'm not going to buy none of your music or you're not going to say nothing. You're not looking out for us. Oh, okay. I'll make sure I'm not rocking with you no more. Like what's, you know, what's, what's the, like, what do you, what do you guys think about that? Cause I know a lot of people were giving backlash to, uh, about that. So, you know. Yeah. If you want to go. Oh yeah. Um, I actually have seen more people that actually need to shut up and not say nothing. You know, it's been a it's been a lot of uh, B. Uh, what's her name? B. Simone. Uh, B. Simone. Uh, B. Simone. Hold on, yeah. I, 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 I'm gonna get her tweet up. Go ahead, Dad. Yeah, Desi Banks retweeted that thing that Justice was talking about. The this is a protest. This is a crime. Um, you know, Bradley Bill, who is hometown guy, and you know, I mean, some of the people who are talking about the the looting, I, I have my kind of. Like, I don't necessarily think you're a coon if you don't want stuff to get destroyed. But at the same time, like... It sounds like quiet. the slave saying, oh, the plantation, don't burn the plantation down. Right. You know, but that, <laughs> like, there's some people that, and then Lil Wayne, I just, just, God, everyone uh. keeps asking him questions. But there are some people that I'm surprised, like Kirk Cousins is the quarterback of Minnesota and... I haven't heard up to this point, at least I haven't heard a word from him. You know, some of these major college coaches that be sitting in these black men's homes talking about how they're going to take care of their son and their son for the next four to five years. Aside from Nick Saban, who finally said something today, I haven't seen too many of them say anything, you know, like it, it's, it's a little sometimes like there are people who have spoken up that don't need to, but so speaking up, isn't always necessarily a good thing. But it's like you would like to see certain people are actually paying attention to the communities that they live in and the people that pay them. <laughs> I mean, damn near. 
Well, speaking you know, of that, the the baby put out a good like uh, put out a tweet. He was like, "I always sit back and let the hype blow over before I give my insight, so the perspective don't get confused with all the people who only speak for likes and comments or to save face, or maybe be, maybe because the PR department label or management told them that they should put out a statement in order to perceive their integrity and not lose or in order to receive perceive their integrity and not lose fans." business support and the black community etc i don't fake i don't fake kick it and i don't play sad this baby i mean f i mean f them and it's going to be f them i'm really what um they consider a nigga and i'm going through this shit every day is what the baby put out what, what does first that of have all to do was that on was that on instagram was, or twitter because yeah. was a lot of characters yeah like, that's not, that, that sound like the note it was between two tweets two tweets okay <laughs> Oh, I was about to say that sounded like the notes app. That sounded like. You know, he, what did that have to do with what's going on right now, though? You know, it. Before, it before. I, I I think that he. I think um. I don't think it has anything to do with what's going on, and it doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> show where he stands. It just says that. Right. You know, I'm just gonna sit back and and and, and wait for for um you know what what you know our people are gonna do. Like for instance, when you were talking about Beast Simone. She said, I'm not, li- I'm not living to please man. I'm here to please God. And at the end of the day, I'm Christian. I'm a God-fearing, I am God-fearing and I have to answer to him. I'm going to ask myself, what would Jesus do? Not what an angry black woman do. I'm, I am angry, but I'm also trying to be godly. Doing your part is more than social media. Doing, doing your part is loving your neighbors, praying for your enemies, calling your black friends to check on them, signing, position, uh, uh, signing petitions, donating, meditating, looking in the mirror and becoming better um better before you i before you let me ex, um examine myself now this other when she put that out somebody said but you're the same christian who be talking about sucking dick on wild and out so and also um jesus was a bit of an agitator that's why they killed him like right, right. he went into the like, temple and put the tables over yes exactly and i that's the first thing i thought of i was like this literally, what she said literally has nothing to do with anything. Because at right. the end of the day, even even with the rock, I don't even like calling it rioting, right, rioting. Uprising. The protesting going on and people busting out windows, it didn't harm, it didn't harm people, it harmed the windows. Right, and the windows can be replaced through insurance. And which the other is why thing, we need to hit them in their pockets. The College Football Hall of Fame, they destroyed that. Like, who's oh, that? I, I was in Atlanta yesterday. I was in Atlanta yesterday. I got the pictures of the College Football Hall. I was right in front of there. I got the pictures of the College Football Hall of Fame. Um, I can show you right now because. And uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, ain't nobody worried about that. You know, they burned down the police building. I don't think anybody's too upset. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like. I'll put this in here, but that's the front of the Football Hall of Fame. I was there yesterday. Yeah, they stole some stuff too. Reggie Bush. Yep, is, you might made a joke that Reggie Bush right was hiding. I went up there to get check it, check that out. Oh, all the stuff was laying on the ground. Mm-hmm. Wow. All that. But my my the other thing is like, what brand of as a Christian man myself, what brand of Christianity are you are you partaking in that doesn't allow you to speak out against ungodly stuff? You know, st- like he, he, Kirk Franklin. You know, he just had a, a live today. Him and uh, uh, Fred Ham- Hammond. And, you know, he had Ahmaud Arbery's mother on there. You know, they were praying for the people. You know, they were singing, like, you know, no weapons shall form against the protests which shall prosper. I'm like, these are two of the most visible gospel artists in the last 
10, 15, 20 years. And they don't have a problem speaking out and siding with the protesters. So what kind of Christianity are some of these people, quote unquote, part? Because even Kirk said that. He's like, you know, this Western brand of Christianity is not it. Like, it's not it at all. You know, like, like Justin said, Jesus was an agitator. Dude shook some tables, you know. It's easier for a camel to get through the eye of a needle than a rich person to get through the, king of heaven, the uh, gates of heaven. You know, he says stuff like that. You know, I don't know where people, I don't know. That that agitates me too, because I mean, you know, Christianity already. And 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 you know, I, you know, I'm a Christian woman too, so I'm 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 put out Bible on y'all real quick. Right. Put out Bible on y'all real quick. Proverbs 31, eight and nine. Speak up for those who cannot speak up for themselves, for the rights of all who are um, de destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and the needy. Okay, like defend the fans because at the end of the day there are a lot of people in our community that are in need of what of justice in need of, of all of that and and you and it's like if you want to go christianity you want to go christianity you want to go bible you mm -hmm. need to speak up the point is to speak up because you you don't keep your mouth shut don't don't let it keep happening because honestly that's how evil keeps running rampant right and can i can i to touch on that um yeah. When I was on Twitter yesterday, there was somebody who's a YouTuber who I actually, this guy, he, he, you know, he's a, I'm not Christian, you know, um, I'm, I am a spiritual person. I, I was, uh, raised Catholic, you know what I mean? But, um, right, right, right. I, I, I'm not a practicing Christian, but, um, like the guy that I, that I followed that's on YouTube, he, like, this is one of the things that he, he, like, he was like, he, he, he's a proud Christian, you know what I mean? And he recently had dealt with COVID-19, like he had it. So like, I'm, I'm, you know, following him, you know, through his YouTube channel. And, you know, he announces that he's, he's got the disease and all that, and he, you know, he, he, he didn't expect it. And, and he goes on this long video and, and he asks for donations and stuff, you know what I mean? So, you know, being that I enjoy his videos, I've enjoyed his videos for a few years now. I was like, let me donate to this guy and his cause. And I felt good doing that, right? So this guy yesterday gets on Twitter and he's like, oh, you know, um, I understand there's a lot going on in the world right now, but you know, uh, this isn't a political Twitter, and I'm I'm gonna be on I'm, I'm unfollowing people who post about you know what's going on right now and all this other stuff. And I, I just I had to tell him about himself, you know what I mean? Because it was just like, like how can you be so so thoughtless, you know what I mean? Like so so heartless. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You were just on your. Your supposed deathbed. This is what you said. You you on your deathbed. You know what I mean? Asking people for help. The minute that you feel a little bit better, it's like, oh, stop inconveniencing me with this. You know what I mean? Like, like, come on, man. Like, it's just some people just aren't thinking. You know, this uh, stand culture has got to some of these people's heads. You know, and especially these celebrities. You got people just that. Don't even, I, I don't know where, like, Shamik Moore, I, I just wish he would have just. Oh, oh my gosh, he should have okay, shut okay, his okay. mouth. Somebody fill me in on that, because I, I, I don't really know who Shamik Moore is, I hate to say that, but. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah somebody, he actually plays Raekwon in the, uh, the Wu-Tang series. Uh, I never watched it, so, like, can somebody, like, so, what happened with that? Did you ever see um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? No. <laughs> hey. Okay, no. okay. You're missing out. Okay, I'll look, he's an actor, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay yeah, I'll 
he was in Dope. He was in Spider Man. Okay. You know, but he said, well, among many things he said was the the the, the most asinine thing I saw him say was, "Can we as a people just agree that we're not going to do anything?" Oh, I know. I've arrested? seen I've seen him before. Okay. Yeah, yeah. When we when we get arrested, can we just not put ourselves in position to get brutalized or some something like that? Then he also said, you know, the archaic ass black people kill each other. I'm so tired of that argument because, you know, that's, I'm going to go on a rant. Be in the conversation. Right. You know, like I'm tired. Of, I, he said that. I think Robert Griffin brought that up too with his bum ass knee. He also had some um, dumb comments about Rosa Parks. He, she should have taken a cab, I think is what he said. Yeah. It's like, yo, if you don't see. In the 1950s? Right. Like, what is. What do these people be thinking when they say, when they speak? Like, who, does nobody stop them and say, yo, this might not be a good idea? What he said to me, I was like, like the most- Rosa Parks should have taken a cab. Like, where, where does that even- He said, he said something to the effect of like, I don't care about the past. I like live in the present, like in here now. And it's like, if it weren't for the past, you wouldn't even be relevant right now. Like- You would not be this, an actor. Like, this, you wouldn't be an actor. This like my ancestors, I'm not my ancestors mentality, I'll fuck you I up. Hate this that's shit. just the that's just the most delusional thing I've ever seen. Like people are out here fighting, getting killed, jumping off boats, like all these crazy things just to try to die or survive. And you the have the moment his check stop, he gonna remember who he is. Exactly. The prob the problem is he might be getting some checks right now from the white man that don't give a damn about you. And I don't even know if it's because some people haven't let money get to their heads. Like, like exactly. it's, it's some people who get checks from the white man and still remember where they came from. But it's some of these niggas, I don't know what is wrong with them. Like, I don't know. But the, the, you know what the problem is? They think that when they hit a certain, a lot, not every, let me not preference everybody, but a lot of people who get in, in fame and, and, and um, acting, entertainment or whatever, they reach a, they reach a certain threshold the saying that oh I was trying to get to this point the white man the white people love they they love me they look not I don't know what y'all tripping y'all y'all not oppressed I'm doing fine over here mentality and it's just like oh but just remember when you walk into that um when you walk into that Gucci store and they're following you that well, reminds like you real fast who the hell you were nobody gives a damn what <laughs> what um what screen you were on. Or um, like, what's oh gosh, what's the actor's name? That's he's British and he was on Star Trek and he was talking. He was John Boyega. Yes, that's my that's my dude. The, <laughs> he, that's my dude. He was like, I don't give a damn. This is me. I'm black. I'm well. He said from the UK. He he he's, he he is like no. This shit's wrong. Y'all can cut my check. I don't give a damn. Like he is looking out and he was on Star uh, Star was Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Like that check is, I know that check not not low. I know that check not low. I, know I think for him though, he, he got a lot of back. He got a lot of backlash because he was on Star Wars because everybody was like, oh, you know, because he's black and it's the first black main feature in the Star Wars. So yeah, he, he realized from an early point that like, yeah, white people don't fuck with me. <laughs> like you know, I mean, word so. to uh, word to ASAP Rocky <laughs> who did the same thing and then he was locked up. In which country was he in? Sweden. And black, okay, have fun, do your thing. And people told him about himself too. I just spilled something. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's all right. But yeah, I had to, I had to, um, because I brought it up earlier. But 
the, the Shamik Moore's comment about, you know, black people and we got our own things we got to work on in our community. I'm so tired of that archaic ass argument because the, the thing is, th this idea that black people don't care when one of our own gets killed by one of our own is a lie, first of all, because I've seen too many, like all of us have gone to school in Baltimore. So we've seen like, they have like the Baltimore ceasefire thing that they try to do where, oh, go, go 10 days without any shootings and without any murders. And they're, you know, they, they do that like every few weeks. I, I, I see it all the time. You know, they've had marches for children who've been killed. You know, people have been working to get community centers. Yeah, and let's not, you know, let's not forget how many people were, end up passing away that actually went to school with us. Right, exactly. Like, you know, people have gotten killed and stuff and there are always vigils for them. Like this idea that we don't care is crazy. And shout second, out, hold on one second. Shout out to Morgan because Justice got Morgan rocking on the background right now. <laughs> yeah, they do. Shout out to them. We are Okay. And the other thing is, if I kill a friend of mine on camera with ten people there to say I did it, and it's on camera, and you saw me do it, we will never see you forever. We'll be on death row. I will never see the light of day ever again. If Officer Ray does the same thing then you know everybody from the coroner up to the prosecutor up to even the damn president will say, well, he wasn't an angel, but you know, there's another side to the story. And you know, there'd be all kinds of excuses made and he may not even get arrested, let alone convicted. You know, so it's a totally different thing. So I'm just tired of that argument. Like I thought we left that in like 2018 or something, but. Yeah, well, you know that they, 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 we thought we left it in 19. We thought we left it in, um, <laughs> slavery was got abolished like we thought we left it over there and i and i'm so passionate about this subject honestly because i feel like i've i i've um i know i was in the shower this morning the shower is where i think and it's a whole thing but um i couldn't help but think about the spirit of our ancestors i couldn't help but think about um i saw this tweet too she said Y'all, my grandma's 79 and she was watching t television and she was saying, oh, they gas, they, they tear gas them. That's what they did to us too. Her grandma's 79. It's crazy. This shit has not changed. The, yeah, it has not changed. And it's like, when, when we keep asking what will it change? How about this? When, when are we going to step up and start carrying a, and start, start putting money in the circulation in our own community. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not begging y'all for change no more. I'm sorry. Cause y'all obviously don't care. So how about this? Let's start circulating back in our own community. But if we start circulating back in our own community, will it be another situation like Tulsa, Oklahoma? When we have Black Wall Street and things were moving, things were things were popping, and then the the white devils that came and, and blew up our blew up our spot, blew up our businesses. Is that what's going to happen again? You know, it just, it just, um, it, it, it's so mind boggling to me because it, I feel like we're in a rock and a hard place. We are. And there's, there's no like clear, like, here's the answer. Like there, there is none. so much, it's so much to process. And it's like, well, how do how do you process it? We, we're a community that's just now dealing with mental health. We're a community that's just now dealing with, um, 
see the things that, that are going on in our community anyway, that was just perpetual, which is so, uh, social economic, which is redlining, which is so much stuff that went on. And, and, and on top of that, what y'all did was you freed us from being slaves and gave us nothing to jump off. Gave, and then we had no land. We had to pull our stuff up from, from nothing and expect us to be in the same level. We're at the same level. Obviously, I think black people are greater, but we're on we're on the same le- we're on the same level, but not not economically because the way this country set it up, it's like this right now, and we're sitting there like clawing, craw- uh, like literally clawing to try to get to a certain point, and it's like y'all trying to figure out oh well y'all can't get it together, you ain't get, like <laughs> like is you got you got members of Congress who's great grandfathers were sorry i'm so sorry no, like mitch mcconnell is against reparations but his grandfather's own slaves how does that work you know stuff like that like it, it, it's you got people who like john lewis you know he he was we saw what happened to him he's in congress you know elijah cummings even though he just passed away he, he had the stuff that he was like you know these people are still here and I don't even want to think about what happens when that generation is done. Like, yeah, and I, I'm gonna play. Well, we got to step up. I'm gonna play a clip from Minister Farrakhan that I posted today that really. It's uh, sad that we who have been the victims of so much violence now whites fear violence from us. We do not have a history of killing white people. White people have a history of killing us. See? And what and what you fear, may I say this, sir? What you fear, and it's a deep guilt thing that white folks suffer. You are afraid that if we ever come to power, we will do to you and your fathers what you and your people have done to us. And I think you are judging us by the state of your own mind, and that is not necessarily the mind of black people. And I, when I saw that, I was, you know, very kind. We're not going to get the details about him. But what he said in that moment... <laughs> Um, I, I, I think that's what they're scared of, of us actually doing the, the, the shit that y'all did to us, y'all going to, that we, we, we will turn around and just do to you. And it's like, well, reality is that's, that's what the hell you guys did. And, you know, but, but actually black people are way more forgiving and way more passive than we actually give ourselves credit to be, you know, or we, we're, we're more patient. We're closer to God. You know what I mean? Like. I, I I just feel like I don't know y'all. I'm so mad. I'm sorry y'all. I'm just so mad. No, that's important so, for you to, to. Hey, look, we've been holding it in all week, you know. So my dad told me this. Like I'm so mad. I'm so tired of. I'm so tired, and I'm so tired of a lot of these um um these white people saying that it's a word. Y'all just doing this well with me. Y'all burnt up our communities. Y'all, y'all killed a lot of my ancestors. Y'all took my ancestors from their homeland, their homeland back in Africa, and and, tra- and treated them like dogs and try to make them your own as we're not human. I yes, I am. I am. I am mad. So yeah, I'm tired of I'm tired of the police stuff. Like you know, it's to the point that like yo, it it 
I just and I'm the not even the thing. right type. Like I'm not like I said, I'm not confrontational, but it's just some things that I'm seeing in some of these videos where I'm just like, yo, they need their asses beat. And like when I was seeing I, I was seeing like in some of these protests, I've seen people gang up on police and I'm like, I have never seen people this angry before. And even my grandfather, he's 72. He said he's never seen nothing like yeah, it. What is your OG? Because I know your grandfather be in it, be in it, be all of, all up in the mix. What is your grandfather saying about this? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Um, he. And let yeah. me say, Devin's grandfather is like a, a jewel. What is he? Yeah, saying? no, I, I I enjoy his conversations. Um, but that's what I said. He, he, I told him this week, I'm like, man, it's, it's been a lot this week. And he said in his 72 years of life, he's never seen anything like this. And he said this year, the thing that stood out to me, he said, but he said this year actually reminds him of, of 68. Like aside from Corona, like they didn't have uh coronavirus or anything like that. But aside from that, he said this year reminds him of 1968. Like just the way everything is. Yeah. Everything kind of reminds me of Freddie Gray. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Freddie Gray times ten. I think it's. Uh, I think it's actually worse. No, that's what I'm saying. I it's times ten. Fired. I think. I think. I think. Um. Uh, so uh, we probably gonna have to wrap soon because I think we could talk for three hours. But um. I get the premium plan. Huh? <laughs> get the premium plan. Yeah, I do. Um. <laughs> you already know. But now, like, <laughs> but no, just to, just to wrap it, like, what do you think will come from this? Well, I think like the best thing that we can do is we. It's a, like you said, it's a lot of energy right now. That's what you know. Dev said it's a lot of energy right now. We we kind of need to like rein it back in and, and and focus and come up with a long term strategy. To to protect you think we're our rights, Black Panthers, like that type of structure. You think we're missing that structure? Not necessarily Black Panther, but we're, do you think we're missing a structure? discipline? We're missing the discipline of that. Yeah, I think the structures are there. I just think that the people who are running those structures don't have the community's best interest at heart, which is why we should probably start with us first. <laughs> start with your individual self, then your family, and and then get back into the community, it starts where you are. It starts with you, you know what I mean? So I, I think like the, it, it eventually does get into voting, but I don't think that voting is the end all be all, which some people try to make it be, but it's, it's all in, it's, it's, it's all encompassing. It's, it's a whole, like you said, the system is already there. The system that we're in was from our ancestors, really. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's not like it's, something new it's not like they brought anything new to the world you know what i mean like this is all us at the end of the day you know what i mean so we just got to figure out how to regain control of that in my opinion Wait, um justice what do you think i'm not really sure what's going to happen after this to be honest with you um i don't know who the organizers are for a lot of these um uh, demonstrations and uprisings, but I just hope that like the people who are organizing these are thinking like long term and not short term. In terms of um, like if you like, we can march to city hall or march to the capital or whatever. But like once we get there, are we going to kneel and raise our hands? 
like everyone knows we're upset everyone knows we're mad but like where the the demands where are yo come on out we like we we're not like you know the penny proud like we ain't gonna jump you we just want to talk so but, like real like we just want to talk like let us we you know what's going on but let us let us let us really physically show you by our presence and our numbers that the people who are putting you on these seats of power we've had enough of it so i just kind of hope like i hope it lands like on the doorsteps of like each individual person like state representatives or something so that they can see like oh if y'all really want my vote like no you you're really going to start working for the black community's vote it's not just a let me see what name sounds whatever from this point on that's me what about you, Dave? Yeah, I'm not sure what's going to come out of this. And kind of to some of y'all's points that it doesn't feel like there's a leader. Like, we, it's anger and, you know, a lot of things. But I just hope that there's still some strategy to the protest themselves and that people kind of sort of know what they're up against because I mean like I said I think I said before that I mean if people if we're going to bring guns to a gunfight we're going up against very well trained killers and <laughs> they have gone to school for years to prepare for moments like this right like you, you, we see what kind of like in North Carolina, niggas walking around with like bazookas just to go to Subway. <laughs> you know, like... No, you talk about military occupation, man. That is something right. else. Like, th these people, like, if they ain't nothing else they train for, like, they they look totally unprepared for a pandemic, but they they will spend that $500 billion a year on that military. <laughs> you know? So, I'm just like, I hope people know what they're up against, but I also just hope that there's some strategy and it's not just people out just tearing shit up you know I, I like you know certain like especially like you know obviously businesses are, don't mean more than lives but like there are black businesses out there you know we, we can't be messing those up you know stuff like that it's just little things i guess but i i actually made a point of, um i'll let you finish that i made a point of like you know if we're gonna if, if looting is what they're not looting but if, if you know, liberation. Kind of, yeah, if what they're going to do, we need to have some sort of signal to say, this is a black business, don't touch it. Speaking of which, it's funny, you were talking about my grandfather earlier, he told me that in the 60s, when they would, when the riots after the King stuff happened, or like, when they would go down to the South and, and the stores wouldn't serve them, they would, they would, you know, take some stuff out, but they called it liberation, they didn't call it stealing, you know, because, you know, you were liberating books from a library store. You you liberated this uh liberated food, the time. You know, stuff like that, you know. <laughs> so that that's what they did to the target. They liberated it up in Minnesota. We liberated Gucci. We liberated <laughs> lamps. We liberating that house in tomorrow at six, so <laughs> <laughs> you know? but yeah, you know, but the point after all of that is that I just I, I really don't know what is gonna come out of this, but it just seems like this is as concentrated an effort as I've ever seen. Sorry, guys, just had a reminder, you know, I live in Baltimore. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, I, I mean, you know, I think this is like a really insightful and, and, and good conversation, just be able to get 
kind of our feelings out, just we kind of kind of get our thoughts out, what we've been thinking, what's been going on, and like like I said, it's been a really emotional time for I'm sure all of us in some sense, and um, you know, just trying to figure out what's what's next, what's what's to come, and honestly, we just don't know. Um, and, and we didn't know when, cause COVID's going on too. So it's like an extra layer of what we're already not knowing, you know? And, um, you know, and if, if y'all don't mind, I, I, I would like to say a quick, a quick prayer, um, just to end this up. I know, I don't know. I know Adam, you're not really religious, but, um, just kind of. I'm a spiritual person though. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure y'all comes, but, um, just a quick prayer to kind of just put a covering over y'all like before you you know because i know justin so you go out in the street like whatever y'all doing it or you know adam or Devin, like y'all going out like i i, I want to put a covering over y'all because i think that it's important and um so i'm just going to say a quick prayer real quick uh father god i thank you for today i thank you just for this moment to be able to just come together god and lord i just thank you that um, you know, there's a lot going on in this world right now. There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of things that we just don't know, but you know, and God, I just thank you that, you know, as we are protesting, we are, are getting liberation. We are getting what belongs to us, that we will be able to be covered, be able to be safe, that we will be able to walk back could get home safe that anything any hurt harm or danger is not going to happen and and god i just pray the spirit of warriors of our ancestors um that it will just be a spirit that that is over us that is a spirit of of liberation that we will get justice we will get what um what we deserve as a people we will get what we deserve as a um as a strength because strength comes in numbers and we are numbered up right now so god i know you're covering us god i know that you're caring for us and god i just thank you just for um for devin for justice for adam but even more just for my, our people as a whole because we need you right now in this moment so i just love you and i just thank you and i thank you for peace in your name we pray amen amen, amen. amen. so, thank you, so I, thank you dev thank you justice yeah so i um wanted to make sure that i did that for you know for y'all as y'all go out and y'all still continuing to continuing to just be active um even if it's with twitter figures continue to just be active you know what i mean so um but yeah so i appreciate y'all being on the podcast it's all love y'all know y'all know me yeah it's all love and uh yeah so uh i'll see y'all next week Thank you for listening to Kind of a Church Girl podcast with your host, Simone Ashley. And please don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else you can hear podcasts as well. And don't forget, leave us a five-star rating. I look forward to talking to you again next week and check out the next episode.